0: Own the Future Vodka Series with Claudia Lee, Nutanix CIO Series, Nutanix drinks our own champagne.
1: Episode three, Nutanix operating costs and metrics. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Own the Future, a partner vodcast series where we bring to you experts in the industry to talk about key burning topics for our partners. Today, I'm so excited to welcome back Wendy Pfeiffer, CIO of Nutanix, For a third and final episode of the series that we like to call Nutanix drinks our own champagne. In the first two episodes, Wendy talked about how the needs of Nutanix IT fits into the overall landscape of IT decision makers in our industry. And then she talked about Nutanix's operating model. So for today, we're going to bring that all home and talk about the strategy that she laid out and how her team operates, what that means in terms of the performance and the metrics that the organization sees today. So with that, welcome again, Wendy. So excited to be here with you today. Thank you, Claudia.
0: Well, this is like showing my report card. You know, it's it's uh, these are the real results from our hybrid cloud operating model from drinking our own champagne, or you might say that we're contributing to the uh, company's ability to to make the champagne that we drink um, through these metrics. Absolutely. All right, so there's a few dimensions that I wanna show you, um, and these are all current. Um, or fairly current. Um, the first thing is financial. This is ultimately one of the most important ways that that I am measured uh, as the person in charge of of the company's IT. My IT organization consumes just one point nine percent of the company's total operating budget. I can tell you when I started uh, this hybrid cloud journey about four years ago, we were closer to 8%. And that was actually a little bit more than our peers in industry, but sort of made sense given that we were a, a company that actually uh, made an operating system, made hardware and, and were, you know, going through the process of uh, delivering very uh, complex things. But still it was really high. It was a really high number. And today, as a result of this very favorable operating model, um, we're at, you know, under two percent. And one of the things that helps us with being at that under two percent is um, sort of where we spend our time. So. when you're operating in a, in a public cloud-like or a cloud-like model, um, one of the things that, that teams start to be able to do because they can do um, continuous integration and continuous product releases is they start to operate in a more agile mode. And one of the key components of um, agile operations is taking a look at the difference between planned work and unplanned work. Now, unplanned work is work that is much less efficient. You know, if you, uh, you know, if you deliver something to someone and it's the wrong thing and you have to deliver something else again and they have to return the thing, that's a bunch of extra work. Um, If you, uh, if something breaks all of a sudden, you know, if if, uh, the electricity were to go out right now, um, we would spend a ton of time that we hadn't planned to spend on, you know, getting electricity going again and restarting our systems and so on. And so, In the world and in IT, stuff happens, stuff breaks, and when that stuff breaks, um, we have to fix it. Most IT organizations spend about 70% of their capacity dealing with unplanned work. We call it KTLO, keep the lights on. And a small component of KTLO is um, planned preventative maintenance. When I started at Nutanix four years ago, uh, we had about 5% of our KTLO work was dealt with autonomously. Uh, For example, automatic patching when patches were released by vendors. Um, Today, over 85% of our unplanned work is both detected and done, taken care of, completed autonomously. Um, And the model is continuously uh, building on itself. So that's a a 35% increase over last year even. And even 25% of our planned services like preventative maintenance are delivered autonomously as well. So this is work that we used to do with people that we now are doing with software code. And when we do this work, every single time we do it, it is Accurate, correct, delivered quickly, documented, etc. Um, that that metric alone is the key to this hybrid cloud operating model, and it's what makes this um, the most efficient way uh, to run and sort of the nirvana of what um, uh, other IT organizations <clears throat> are looking for.
1: Now that so that you asked so go ahead. Just to dumb it down for me a little bit, Wendy, is that speaking to what you talked about last episode around the runbooks, right? And enable those runbooks enabling that automation to run on a diversity of platforms.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, if you have um, every detail of how you run documented in machine readable code, then you can use machine learning tooling and AI tooling to, enhance and improve how you run. Um, the machine can learn how you run, what's optimal, and can continue to advance, enhance, and improve that over time. And we use a variety of machine learning tools to allow us to do that. And, and you know the the um benefit from that is sort of exponentially better and better over time as you continuously enhance your operations
1: in that way. Yep. And it speaks to your next metric, right, on employee uh, help desk to employee ratio, too.
0: It really does. And so here's the thing people ask, you know, then are we going to replace the humans? Do we not need people? Um, But that's not the case at all. Um, When we started uh, rolling these things out, what we noticed across the board is a tremendous capacity increase in our team members. And what this allowed them to do is to focus more on um, dealing with issues that our people, our team members, our salespeople, our engineers have. I mean, I've got you know a few thousand operating system developers in the company. I've got a few thousand salespeople in the company. And over the last year, we pivoted to work 100% remotely. And so there's a lot of complexity, a lot of incoming needs. Um, and, and people needs are often unplanned as well. And so now we can focus on those instead of trying to have you know, the whole all hands on deck to re- re- restore some network segment or to bring some server back online or to look for some lost file or to you know, launch some um, you know, security patch to email systems. Instead, they are available to help people and we also have automation that helps people too. We have a lot of self-service. So, um, you know, if your network password is about to expire, um, we proactively let you know that through a bot and the bot like tells you and walks you through resetting it and reminds you, hey, you don't, you only have, you don't not only have to reset it on your computer, but don't forget to reset it on your smartphone too. Um, This has allowed us to. So that's a positive
1: use of bots, right? (laughs) A positive (laughs) use of bots in the
0: industry. You think about, you know, I mean, we measure all these things. Um, Four years ago, when something would happen, you know, when when um, when a person would be locked out of their accounts because they, you know, struggled to reset a password, um, it might take a day or two days before those things could be reset. Now we handle that autonomously and it might be a minute, 30 seconds, the bot will say, hey, I saw you were resetting your password and you got locked out. I'm gonna give you a one-time access again and walk you through it again. And so all of that also helps with employee productivity. And, and that gets to our last score here. Um, we measure Net Promoter Score, um, NPS, on both our autonomously delivered and our human delivered services. And um, for for those of you who know about um, NPS, right? like 100 is is the high point. Um, We started with some very low scores a few years ago. Um, Most people are very frustrated with IT in many companies because it feels slow and it feels restrictive and it feels like it's not enabling. But here at Nutanix IT, um, we maintain scores above 90 um, for both our autonomously delivered and our human delivered services. And and this is this is core to a philosophy of mine. I believe that employees who for whom we've reduced the friction of how they use technology um, and who have, you know, almost um, intelligent help and access to technology to do their jobs. um, This this makes them happier. Um, That's expressed in these NPS scores but it also then leads to better productivity. And so I believe that this, this run mode, this model that we're talking about, ultimately leads to efficiency, business efficiency, business effectiveness, but it actually leads to a happy, a good experience for our employees. And as companies, we rely on our employees for our productivity. They are the ones producing the work. And so IT shouldn't be in the way of those things. I should be, IT should be enhancing and enabling those things. And and I believe we're really doing that and, and these scores show that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. As an employee, I can say, I have a story that really illustrates that, right? I had a new hire starting oh. during the uh, storms in Texas when we all lost power. And uh, this employee was also in Texas. Her laptop didn't arrive because, you know, there was there was ice on the road. And your team was amazing. They helped me deploy a Citrix desktop for this new hire employee on their personal laptop, right, with all the right security and um, um, controls provided by your team. And we were able to get her up and running days before her laptop even arrived. So just an example of how this, this operating model helps us all be more effective. So I love with that, that, Wendy, all I can say is thank you. Um, as an employee, as somebody who is um, wanting to get this goodness of how to leverage Nutanix for organizations out to our partners, and this is definitely worthy of champagne, and I look forward to drinking some champagne with you in the near future, in person, maybe this fall. Oh, I would love to do
0: that. Can't wait to see you in person again. And um, thanks for letting me share share this journey. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, just been such a privilege uh, to use the technology to do my job.